voter rights, congressional redistricting, and reacting to the president. He's State Representative Joe Kerwin. I'm Chuck Nichols, and this is Fresh Takes. Today we're going to talk uh, about the voting legislation that we've been trying to get done here in Pennsylvania, voting legislation that's been going on across the country that has been met with derision and uh, outright lies in some aspects when coming from the opposite side of the aisle. Can you tell us a little bit about the history of the voting legislation here in PA and what has happened with the president coming in to have his say in Philadelphia? I want to start off by first just recapping the legislation that the House of Representatives and the State Senate passed here in Pennsylvania, HB 1300. So this is the most comprehensive election integrity bill that has ever been passed in Pennsylvania. It was vetoed by the governor. This bill was formed after having 10 bipartisan election law hearings. It increased early voting. It made voting more secure, and it funded counties to ensure that voting goes smoothly and efficiently. Throughout the entire process, the months and months of hearings that we had and work that we we as a caucus and as uh, General Assembly did on this bill, the governor refused to participate. Rather, he said that we we were suppressing voters, that we were racist, and called us all sorts of names rather than be constructive and come to the table and work with us on this election bill to restore faith in the integrity of Pennsylvania elections. And this is a bill that's not its not just Republican talking points here. I mean, yes, it did have voter ID in it and a couple other things that we wanted, but it also included uh, ideas that the Democrats brought forward in the last election, drop boxes. That was something that, that has been illegal up till now. We're trying to get that out there. A couple of other things, early voting, as you said, to make it easier to vote, Harder to cheat. That was our big mantra here. This is really uh, outright lies and just obfuscation of the facts of the bill. Right. You're you're 100 percent correct. It it is lies, and it's meant to gin up fear among the left wing base to make them think that Republicans are coming to take the right to vote away. While we have seen time and time again that things like voter ID and making sure that signatures are verified on ballots are popular ideas among independents, Republicans, and Democrats. Unfortunately, the governor, his administration, as well as the attorney general continue to lie and lie again about what HB 1300 would have done. They are trying to reign through fear and make people throughout the state think that we, as a Republican majority in the House of Representatives, are seeking to take the sacred right to vote away. And so much so, they actually brought President Biden to Philadelphia, a Democratic stronghold, to go ahead and rail against Pennsylvania Republicans as well as Republicans around the country. There's an unfolding assault taking place in America today, an attempt to suppress and subvert the right to vote and fair and free elections. Mr. Biden, Mr. President, that is not true. That is intellectually irresponsible and factually inaccurate to say and and blame your fellow Americans, Republicans, that we are trying to take away the sacred constitutional right to vote. We are trying to ensure that our constitutional right to vote is secure and intact for everybody 
in Pennsylvania as well as across the country. The president also said that we're in a situation that is akin to the Civil War as far as being in a bad boat with our uh, the situation in our nation. What do you have to say about that? It seems to be uh, stretching just a little bit. I think stretching is uh, is very, very kind to the president. I think that he is again, lying about this. And he's, again, trying to scare people throughout the country um, and paint his opposition party, Republicans, as this electoral group of boogeymen who want to suppress voters and also take people's voices away. And again, that's not true at all. It seems like we have questioning coming from the the president, from the Democrat Party right now, uh, about just about any voter legislation or election legislation that comes down the pipe in almost any state. And it, and it begs the question, what are they actually trying to achieve with this? It seems like they don't want to make it easier to vote. They just want to either bash the other political side or make it impossible for anyone who is not a Democrat to win elections in the future. What is your take on this? Look, I think the president, as well as his Democratic allies throughout the country, understand that midterm elections are coming. And right now, he is doing whatever he can to ensure that his base of voters, which is on the left of the political spectrum, is motivated to come out and vote in 2022. He knows that the time that he has to implement his legislative agenda is dwindling because he is likely to lose his razor-thin majorities in the Senate as well as the House of Representatives in Washington, D.C. He's likely to lose many of his governor's uh, allies throughout the various swing states. He knows that time is ticking, and he is resorting right now to these fear tactics. And unfortunately, his allies here in Pennsylvania, whether it be Attorney General Shapiro or Governor Wolf, are also following the same line um, of lies, basically, about what Pennsylvanians want when it comes to voter ID and secure elections. And again, they know that they are on the losing side of this issue, so that the only way that they think that they can win is by scaring folks. In a related issue, not entirely the same, but uh, certainly related to election issues, we are currently undergoing redistricting right now. And, and let's talk about congressional redistricting, so we're not talking about the, the state lawmakers, but our delegation in Congress. We are looking at redrawing the maps. The last time these maps were drawn, they were not drawn in the traditional way. They were drawn by the state Supreme Court in what could be considered a partisan move. Tell us a little bit about what has happened in the past and how we're operating this time around. I think it's important to understand what happened with our congressional maps here in Pennsylvania in 2018. Uh, there was a disagreement between the General Assembly and the governor on what the maps would look like. So the state Supreme Court, which has firmly allied itself with Governor Wolf, as we've seen throughout the pandemic, decided to take on their own accord the congressional maps here in Pennsylvania and draw them themselves. And one of the least transparent processes that we've ever had, the state Supreme Court took the map, shut themselves out to pub the public, and drew it in order to benefit the Democratic Party, which is majority of the state Supreme Court, are Democrats, and they did this knowing that um, they had the final say on the maps. It showed because Republicans went on to lose many seats in Pennsylvania in the, the process with which the state Supreme Court used to draw that map was not very clear and it was not very transparent at all. 
and certainly wasn't constitutional. But we're we're trying to come at this with a with a, with a slightly different angle this time, and we're trying to be almost uber transparent and bringing the public right into the conversation. How are we doing this? Well, right now, Republicans in the House of Representatives here in Pennsylvania are leading on the redistricting process and making that process the most transparent that it has ever been. Majority Leader Benninghoff, as well as Chairman Grove and Representative Wendy Thomas recently announced new reforms that are going to be implemented for the redistricting process to make redistricting here in Pennsylvania for our 17 congressional seats the most transparent that it's ever been. There's going to be 10 hearings. There's going to be an open and fair process where the Republican caucus and House of Representatives takes the hearings to districts all throughout the state and solicits public input for the redrawing of the congressional districts as well as solicits public input for the drawing of the maps. Uh, we've never seen this level of transparency before and I applaud the leadership that has been taken by our caucus here in the House of Representatives and also I look forward to working with my colleagues to make sure that congressional redistricting goes through a fair and transparent process process that we didn't have four years ago in 2018 when the state Supreme Court took it upon themselves to shut us out and draw the maps to their benefit. And of course, we at the state level have been doing our due diligence to try to do these things right, to draw districts right, to make election laws the, the right way. And it seems like the federal government is intent on trying to pass some kind of nationwide law doesn't seem very constitutional, but it also seems like a wish list of ideas, none of which are shared by many Republicans in the country. Tell us about H.R. 1, what is trying to be done at the federal level, and, and how that really plays out here in our state. So H.R. 1 is an over 800-page piece of legislation in Washington, D.C. that's being shepherded by the Biden administration as well as his left-wing allies in Congress. And what it does is basically federalizes elections. It takes all power to control elections away from the states and places them in the hands of people like Nancy Pelosi, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, and Chuck Schumer. Uh, it's, it's a blatant power grab. It sets rules that are going to benefit Democrats. It allows vote by mail. It allows felons to vote, illegal immigrants to vote. It takes away the power of the Pennsylvania state government to decide how elections are going to be run and allows government bureaucrats to come into our state and tell us how we are going to run elections. Um, and often these, these bureaucrats are most likely not going to be Pennsylvanians and understand the geography and de demographics of our state but rather they're just going to follow a cookie-cutter mold that the federal government uh, has implemented if this comes into law. Um, it, it's a really bad piece of legislation. It also requires taxpayers to fund elections. So you can be a Democrat and you will be required to pay taxes that are going to fund a Republican's campaign and vice versa. That's bad policy that abridges the freedom of speech. And quite frankly, if this comes in the law, which I don't think that it will, it will be ruled unconstitutional by the United States Supreme Court. Right now, it's pretty blatant and obvious to see what the Biden administration is trying to do. Like I said earlier, they know that they're going to lose Congress in 2022. So they're trying to make sure that they get this power grab bill through and that they are able to basically guarantee that Democrats win 
from here on out for every election. It's uh, it's an assault on democracy. You know, Joe Biden likes to use that term to uh, come after Republicans in Pennsylvania as well as throughout the rest of the country. But what really is an assault on de- democracy is H.R. 1. To your point on that, when the federal government gets involved, almost never is is the result aimed at the individual, aimed at the person, aimed at the small business, the small county or community. It's all one size fits all. Fit yourself into the cookie cutter. And really, to your point, that's where democracy dies. That's where people's votes die. That's where the opinions of everyone who's not just spouting back the mainstream goes away. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, how this all kind of plays as, as well as with the, the First Amendment debate that's been going on with the, with the social media, it, it all kinds of melds together into into a scary pie here. Right. I mean, I see a lot of parallels to uh, to countries that are not so free that have these centralized elections where they have one central location of power controlling elections for the entire country. And I think, you know, that's what the, the Biden administration is going for. They're not dumb. They know what's going to happen in two years when it, it happened to President Trump in 2018. The party that is out of power usually loses their majorities in Congress. And this is a clever ploy by them to prevent that from happening. And to ensure that President Biden is able to push through his radical agenda of tax and spend, as well as treading on the constitutional rights of the people of the United States. This has been another episode of Fresh Takes. Tune in for more on PA House Podcasts.